International. Five years. I've done JFL. I won Philly's Funniest. Uh, so by no means am I amazing, but I've got a couple things under my belt. What else am I supposed to say? Comedy competitions. Don't let them get to you. If it, the less it matters to you, the better you'll do, and it's not worth the fucking bullshit. But also, huh, easier said than done. Cool. talking about though oh talking loudly yeah i like i feel emasculated whenever i order a like a drink at the bar well first of all because my new thing that i'm drinking is a single tall rum and soda with um grenadine just a little grenadine because uh-huh. i don't want the high fructose corn syrup of this but I, and or that much sugar to get like coke or anything like that but just like a little bit of grenadine although just a splash it's probably also high fructose corn syrup but it tastes better anyway so that's what i order so i, I already feel like a dork because i have this like complicated ish order you know sure um but then also if it's a loud bar then the the dude bartenders are like what you're gonna have to speak louder like they always say that dude you're gonna have to speak louder like you could just say what and I will try to be louder and I'll lean in and everything so I have to like lean over the bar and then just be like yeah a single tall rum and coke with grenadine I just feel I feel like here I am trying to present myself as more masculine every day and yet I, things like that just yeah really. but a bar is just they're so loud you can't yeah. take that one personally okay I'll try not to uh, well you can do whatever you want thanks uh, that comes off whatever but you know I, I in a bar I don't know if I'd take it that way but that's just like one example of the many ways that it probably happens throughout life and that's the one that comes to mind at the moment right. so you can't be like well that doesn't count it's like fine but that's the thing I thought of right now right and there's a million other things it's like and when I talk to female bartenders it's always easier for me and well except I mean I don't know that's not true sometimes they're bitchy but guy bartender I I just like I always leave guy bartender interactions feeling very emasculated really but this is a personal issue because I have all these gender issues sure okay it's so funny I am curious about all the gender issues because like you should listen to my other podcast gender fluids gender fluids ooh that's Mm -hmm. that's yeah me and Austin Smart do that nice yeah Uh, no yeah I I haven't been drinking in a long time so I'm like trying to think of my interactions with bartenders but it's been so long that I have them regularly so it's hard for me to imagine but I one thing I don't one thing I hate is um (laughs) <laughs> and this happened very recently just and it happens all the time is they'll treat you with kid gloves a little bit where they're mm-hmm. like oh no sorry am i talking over you and it's like oh i will because uh, it's like uh, there's here's the thing they there is a thin line though yeah. that they have to walk b- where it, it's either condescending or um you don't want to come off condescending, but you also don't want to not come off thoughtful about right. it. So it's like, it just happened where he was like, oh yeah, sorry to cut you off. And I was like, no, I was done talking. Like if I really want to keep talking, like I'll tell you to shut the fuck up. Right. And here's the thing though. It's hard. Nobody's really completely to blame unless they're doing it in a rude way. And also they're not wrong that in society it's like we're t- taught to right. be submissive. Men so they're trying been, to autocorrect for it. Yeah. They're trying to correct for it. There's no right answer. So the only thing I that I get frustrated with is when people don't have patience for people who are trying right right but i feel like mostly that's the thing it's like in real life most people do have patience like one-on-one with different situations everything just is online and we just take that to be reality but it's but the reason it seems that way is because it's online and people don't know each other as personally and they can't have those conversations is 
Right, but just in case there's any men listening who want a more nuanced way to interact, like that that happens to me a lot. And I feel like increasingly so as we've gotten harder on straight white men uh, constantly uh, policing their behavior. Now guys, are, yeah, they're overcorrecting a little. But like that thing, it's it's so yeah, they'll they'll think, oh, did I interrupt you? Or sorry for interrupting. But like it'll be a guy where it's like, yeah, we've both been interrupting each other this whole time. Totally. That's how we're talking. Yes. And so don't do it to me. Like I'm holding my own. I was doing Thank a, you. a good job. Yes. And now I feel patronized. And the other thing is like, if a guy brushes you the tiniest bit and they're like, like overly apologetic about that, it's like, you're making a, it's making it weird now. Yeah. But if, you know, and it's, it's one of they those things to though, you. Yeah. where it, it depends person to person on if it bothers me and how they handle it because it is a confusing time to know exactly how to handle things. Oh, what was the other thing I was going to say about being interrupted? What a, what a guy's over. Oh, mm. Yeah, I just really hate being babied. I really hate the like not cussing around me or and it's like I was in construction. Oh, ladies present. Yeah. I was in. It's like I've been in so many male dominated things. It's like please, you're not gonna say. Yeah. I think it was gonna offend me. Right. Well, yeah, and that's please don't censor yourselves. But and I think probably with you and me, guys are much more open than they are with a lot of women. Totally. But there's still things that they're not saying around us. There's still a degree. Oh of yeah. Getting. It's so funny though. I do feel undercover every once in a while. Oh, where I was gonna say what I was gonna say before. Sorry. Is uh sometimes it's the guys that come off. Not necessarily sex. Well, yeah, sexist. Or the guys that come off for having a bad rap. Usually, those are the guys that treat me the most equal. Mm, yeah. Not all the time. No, that's so true. But like, I have like I have guy friends that like they they have a bad rap for like saying sexist or misogynist things. But a lot of them, some of them are like children. They're saying it to get a reaction. But yeah. both sides kind of say things to get a reaction. Yep. And, but they're the they're the ones who will be you know tell me to shut up or what you know yes, treating just you like respect tre- to treat you like an equal yes, yes. oh my god I've, ugh, yeah I, ha- I have a group of friends who yeah in austin have a kind of a misogynistic whatever reputation and but the, the truth is they're the most woke about my gender yeah they call me dude and bro and they just kind of get like i had to correct them a million times to stop saying miss ariel norman or female community or whatever but the truth is in our interactions like they're they're actually treating me like equal like they really get it and i'm they're yeah. grow with them and they're not yeah. gonna sit there because that's another thing too is you know some people don't like not being listened to in conversations or whatever or but it's like like have you ever been in a classroom and somebody says the answer but they don't say it loud enough and then somebody else says yeah. the oh, answer well, loud enough and they're like my but i yeah. said it first and it's like oh, no. well bitch you didn't say okay. it loud enough yeah yeah so you can't get mad about it and i don't and then you know so then people are like you're not listening to me talk and so then people have to sit there intently listen to somebody say something that's not interesting and then they think that it is interesting you know what I mean it's like no just because that's that's another thing that drives me fucking crazy is we live in this time where we're like trying to get men to stop being so manly which they do need to chill out a little bit but also women need to pick up some of those why can't we both adapt accordingly like clearly we both have our flaws and there's like a middle ground somewhere right women I was just like yeah my, my feminism and my misogyny you're like oh the same thing it's like be stronger if you want like they don't no one gives you anything fucking take it i know <sighs> yeah you're not gonna get stronger by being catered to yeah by complaining Can, yeah, yeah well i mean anyway so but we could talk about this kind of shit all day but yeah um, we probably we have a limited time so i do want to talk about yeah yeah, what yeah, we're, yeah we're really here for first of all um Stuff. for the listener as well as me really can you give just a, a relatively short um, like how long you've been doing comedy where you started kind of your trajectory over those years so I've been doing it for almost five and a half years now I started in Nebraska while I was in college I uh, started in Lincoln Nebraska there was one open mic a week uh, started going to Omaha occasionally you know like carpooling with other comics and stuff eventually I transferred to Omaha to finish school up there mostly for comedy because it was closer to the club and I could get more spots up there and stuff. Um, so I did comedy there for, I guess, two and a half years. When I graduated at the end of 2014, I moved to Austin and I did comedy there for a year and a half. Oh, here. I'm in mm-hmm. Austin. And then um, and then I moved to... And in Austin is where I got JFL and that was very helpful. Um, and then I moved to Philly. I lived there for a little while. Uh, and then I moved to New York and I've been in New York for, uh, I've had an apartment there since like 
September or August, I guess. Of okay, it's not quite. A so almost two years. Okay, I've years. I've been there almost two years, um, but I was between Philly and New York for a while. I still go down to Philly all right. the time. I really like Philly. It's nice having because New York. I'm getting a lot of spots there, but it's nice having a smaller city where you're kind of a bigger f- yeah. fish in a smaller pool, and you it's like right that. there. And it's right there, and you can get some stage time, some extra stage time. Yeah, yes. you get to heal your ego a little bit sometimes. Yes, go back yes, one hundred percent. It's so weird. I it's like I don't know. You do get to a point where people start looking up to you a little bit, and mm-hmm. it's like it's such a weird feeling mm-hmm. too, because. It's like I'm not anything, yeah. You but know, to but to them, but to, to yeah. them, I am, and that's what's uh, yeah. Comedy's a racket. Like, I I haven't had a day job since um, the end. So I guess six and a half months now. I haven't okay. had a day job. Congratulations! Thank you so much. I mean, I've had a couple of other little things sure. that I've done to like make money here and there. Um, but yeah, no, that's been nice. But then I have all this free time and like, oh man, I don't have self-discipline. Yeah, you got to not spend too much money during all that free time. D- that spend money hard. or just like, you know, waste your waste time, your time yeah. completely. Like it's, it is crazy. I don't have a day job and I still am like, the days go by and I'm like, how did I not I have not any not time get to get anything done? done? It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I need to work harder. Like I straight up need to work harder. And I, I see people working their ass off and, you know, it's undeniable that they're, working their ass off and I feel like that's another thing too is comedy since you enjoy doing it doesn't Mm -hmm. feel like a job so if you're not constantly doing it then you feel like you're slacking so it's like maybe I am a hard worker but I'm just hard on myself I have no idea and we have no idea like yeah even no matter where you're at in this career it's like you have no idea if you're not really just gonna fail ultimately (laughs) be a fucking loser and be full of regrets you know in however many years and you're like oh I've wasted my life and I'm not gonna get and so yeah every you have no there's no guarantee there's no way to know like like, am I living okay? Should I be working harder? Should I be more worried? And Should everything's <laughs> changing and uh-huh. what you have to do to make money. And it's a really hard, a lot of people yeah. are like, I just want to be a stand up, And it's like, that's cool and all, but you do realize that you have to build an audience somehow. Right. And also, you know, you can't live as a feature. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that for you. Um, I kind of might want to go back into some of the other stuff, but... So you're in a place where you're getting enough work gigs, doing stand up to, to pay the bills, or some are there some other comedy related mm-hmm. income sources, or is it? Yeah, I mean, I mostly so I've had a couple little jobs that aren't comedy since then that have made me a little extra cash. But yeah, no, I make I can survive off of comedy for sure. I don't have a huge overhead. Like my rent is six fifty. Pretty good. I mean, yeah. with everything, it'll be like seven hundred a month, and then I have student loans. You in which like East, like Bushwick. Or I live down by Prospect Park. Oh, okay. Um, I have three roommates. It's pretty sweet. Um, Raul Sanchez is one. Oh, really? That's yeah, nice. that's cool. He's great. Um, he's the best roommate. The other two are cool too, but. Yeah, he's like the best roommate because like, I enjoy talking to him every once in a while, but he's one of those people you have zero own, obligation to talk yeah. to. Both sides are Perfect like roommate. completely, there will be zero hard feelings if, if somebody doesn't feel, yes, for a while. Yeah. which is a godsend. Ideal. It's yeah. crazy when people have roommates that like feel entitled to their time, yeah. but uh, yeah. that's <laughs> insane. But um, yeah, so I, so like for example, like I won Philly's Funniest last year okay. and now I'm hosting that and I get... A uh, hundred and fifty a show for doing that because mm-hmm. I host and headline it, uh-huh. and so I've got a decent amount of those throughout the summer. So, like you have a pretty you have a, a steady yeah. So if I have there. if I do a show Sunday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, that's nine hundred dollars. Yeah, uh, in that week, and that's not common necessarily. But I don't know. I I've more and more found. I'm done doing shows where I lose money. Mm. Of, you That's know, must be nice. Yeah, uh, <laughs> fuck that shit. It feels. It is nice. Yeah, it is nice to finally like. It is such a complicated thing because there's people who talk about how you don't get paid enough in stand up, and that's true in some parts. But then some people who are claiming that are it's like, yeah, why should anybody pay you for your time right. to talk when you have been doing it for six months or a year? And some people have been doing it for years and they still right. aren't worth 
that much you know what well, I mean I mean the question is are you making this business money are you making people people money right. a lot of people it's like you, yes you're getting paid are, if that business sold eight beers while six comics were on stage then you do not deserve to get paid totally are you yeah yeah, but a lot of people, you know, unless know, unless it's a things. thing where they bring you in and they're taking the upfront costs, it's right. like it's so situational. Um, it was weird because I won Philly's Funniest, right? And then so I was the first girl to do it. Blah, 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 who gives a shit? And then I mean, I do. It, it, that's another thing too that's so crazy is like I hate that it's a big deal that I was the first woman, but then I get that that is good for other wi- some right. younger women to see. But I hate that it's a big deal. Right. We're stuck in a middle place in our society. We we kind of know what we the ideal is. We're not there yet, so we have to kind of do things that aren't ideal to maybe hopefully right. move us toward that. Yeah, but you know. but anyway, so this guy did an article, and then he he brought up the whole situation of like comics not getting paid enough. But I'm like at a point where I'm like I am getting not I'm still probably not getting paid enough for certain things. He's like, yeah, isn't this a huge problem? And it's and yeah, I think he twisted my words to make it sound like I did. It was we- mm-hmm. it was weird. I hate I really fucking hate being interviewed where they get to just yeah that just needs to be fucking sent want. to me before you publish Seriously. it i hate when they're just like oh here's what i put out there and it's like no but this n- you t- cut off huge yeah, chunks yeah, yeah. of context from what i said okay and they're then all trash this ellipses is really yeah doing some heavy lifting so okay so you've been uh, not having a day job for the last several months which is awesome uh, in terms of i mean obviously i'm sure you'd like to make more money um, yes. than you're currently making so to that end as well as like just however you want your career to look and feel um well what do you what would your ideal career be and then you know we'll talk about how you get I don't there know. i'm trying to figure that out right now i guess i think i'm gonna start a podcast <laughs> yeah uh i haven't yet but i have the, i mean we're using my equipment right now like i was I, wondering i'm like, like in, i know i know i'm like i'm just trying to figure out what i want it to be exactly and what i want it to be called if i want to do it by myself if i want to have a partner blah 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 the, but um yeah, so podcast maybe to get a following. I uh, want to like write more and submit. <sighs> It'd be really cool to write a show. I honestly don't have a ton of like past writing experiences, like with writing sketches and stuff like that in long form. But that's something I would want to do. I always want to be doing stand up, but I don't know. Stand up is changing a lot and yeah well, yeah you definitely should figure out something but i would just I, you know as someone slightly older than you maybe with oh, a little yeah. bit of wisdom um maybe. you're older in comedy but i'm you know i'm just saying i would you know you're gonna find something that you're passionate about um if you dabble so if you start dabbling the podcast you know, maybe sure. you'll ch- change your podcast three times and then find the one whatever that's what i'm gonna do yeah so just jump in and because you'll just learn a lot from that experiment and then or you know if you start if you find some people who want to write sketches with you and you start it, just toy around with it and eventually one of those things will be like oh yes this no for sure and like one thing i've always struggled with too is like identity and figuring out exactly what my passions are because i'm interested in so many different things like i enjoy a lot of different things and so then i get really excited about an idea and then i get bored immediately because i'm excited about something else stand up and the gender fluids podcast (laughs) i'm I'm the same way as you and so and i spent my 20 i mean at least you figured stand up out but a little earlier than i did but it was just like well because i ran away but it's just like I always thought oh I'm just gonna have to live this crazy life spinning all these things and I still kind of do but when I find the things that like I sink into yeah no for sure and I think once I get things going what I'm gonna do is just record a few different episodes with different people and, and get a feel for it but you're testing your friends out yeah exactly yeah, no 100% yeah for sure I mean you can't get to the wrong person yeah no it's weird now too because I'm surrounded by a bunch of people who are way more successful than I am like I am not yeah so i see their successes and what they're doing but they're not really attainable quite for me yet it's like you know they gathered a, an audience from twitter over the years right, or whatever they or the they that yeah or they have other people so i'm so it is weird being around people who are it's a good thing though it's like practicing with a team that's better because then that totally. makes you get better mm-hmm. uh but i do have to remind myself that i don't have certain things but then you don't want to give yourself too many excuses either it's there's always a tricky yep. thing yep <laughs> that's another thing too being a woman is and and just like and this is for everybody but it, this is the example that i'm using but as a woman you don't know like i've had things happen because i'm a woman or i've had disadvantages because i'm a woman totally but then you can't let yourself blame everything on that and right. a lot of people 
There's a lot of that. Uh, yeah, women who spend too much time bitching about, about it. it. It's like, dude, it doesn't matter if it's not fair. It's fucking reality. Deal with it. And just, totally. Everybody yeah. wants. Yeah, it's like we're literally life is a game, right? And these are the rules that. You're so not you get have to daddy God judge to correct it for you. You just right. have to fucking play with the cards you were dealt. You got to figure out how to manipulate the rules, and that's and it. It kind of reminds me of like Democrats and Republicans. Yes. Like women are like Democrats and men are like Republicans yes. because men are willing to do <laughs> Whatever the bullshit it takes to get it done. Yeah, yeah, they will be a little less moral, and whereas women like. And and the I, reason I say Democrats and Republicans is because Democrats are also evil. <laughs> yes. Women still have their shit. Men yes. have their shit. But women like aren't as willing to push boundaries that just need to be fucking pushed right. to get to that point. Yeah. Um, That's so true. That's such a great analogy. And it, yeah, it drives me crazy. There's a million things. It's so funny because this is about comedy, but I have like a million things that are just like, oh, yeah. so feel free to just tell me, tell me to shut the fuck up. No, no. But, so yeah so podcasting is one thing I want to get into um, it's so funny because I forget since I have friends that already have like successful podcasts and everything I forget how much work it is to like gather an audience I'm like oh maybe I'll start a podcast Dude. and I still haven't thought about like okay well how am I gonna like okay but here's the thing that just builds over time oh totally okay and I feel like you really you like have to be doing a podcast like you're meant I mean you love talking and then you're like comedy. <laughs> here you have like this this one-liner situation there's no way you're like expressing all of the yes. thoughts that you have you for sure I need know. to be doing a podcast and, and you might even I don't change know, the world yes <laughs> you're, al- you're already changing the world but you might even be a, a solo podcast person who has different guests I'm saying don't I mean don't lean to you're not Bill Burr and even he's not Bill Burr in the podcast there. <laughs> but you you know what I mean he's best when he has guests and oh, you yeah. but you might be someone who it's not one person that's your duo person because you're so independent that like I kind of feel like someone else might be mitigating you too much you know what I mean like yeah, yeah. there's different people no totally and I also feel like I adapt to the person because that's that's something I try to be pretty good about is adapting to the person I'm with. And sometimes if there's another person, I feel like that might inhibit that. I think yeah, I'm going to... Yeah, three people at a time. Yeah, you can lose Three is company for bit. sure. Yes. Yeah. It depends. Some you people have I, a good... Yeah, you got Asperger's too. I see your icon. What? Yeah, you got the same amount of Asperger's. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm like... We're all analyzing our own like mental shit. And I, I've asked people, I'm like, do I seem Asperger-y to you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, like me and Austin Smart, like we have the same same um, basic amount of Asperger's you do too like and a lot of people who are like That's the smart so funny. funny people like a lot of us have this it's, I call it like plus two Asperger's like a, just like a good amount before you get like so weird that you can't kind of pass totally or you know people are like okay when it's also it feels so uh, and I'm sure everybody feels this way but day to day I'll have days where I'm like mm. I'm killing it. Like, I can be charming as fuck. Asperger's is under control. Yeah, Asperger's (laughs) is, like, hidden, Uh you know? And then I'll have days where I'm like... I just don't know how to communicate with anybody. I, I think I'm getting a little bit better, but it's funny too. Cause I, you know, you say that, but then I've had multiple people be like, no, oh, there's I no way. And ours. Oh, first of all, it's because we're attractive, which they just can't handle the idea. That <laughs> Cause they were, they're, they're thinking of a stereotype of, um, you know, like socially retarded people, you know, but Asperger's, is also just this spectrum. I mean, and yes. we're not even supposed to call it Asperger's anymore. It's called autism, but like, that's no fun. in anyway, like, but autism, they, they're going to take people uh, who just aren't very good at eye contact and our brains think a little bit differently and put them on the same spectrum as these people who are like, and they can't function, you know, these yeah. vegetable people or what, who are like good at math if they could ever communicate, <laughs> if they could program, <laughs> they can program a computer to allow them to communicate with right, the world. Right. They can, you know, so... Uh, but anyway, you do, and I think you're like an ideal podcast person. And I hope so. You just need to find some way to maybe um, give yourself just enough framework that you have direction for it. Yeah. And then you'll still find that you get to talk about anything you want. Oh, for sure. But because you're not famous enough, you know, like part of the whole not, you're not Bill Burr thing is you're just not famous enough. Yeah. It, you, to get people there, you're going to be able to have to be hashtagging and putting it on places of that so if you can figure out like because Austin and I have sex and gender so that gives us a way to get audience see and it's also hard to find something that hasn't been done and it hasn't well, been it, done it, in a certain it, way but it, you yeah. can put your own twist on yes. things of course it's not been done by someone like you and yeah, you have yeah, a unique yeah, yeah. voice and so just find, like with the sex and gender stuff it's like well all these fucking lame 
liberal queer people are doing these boring ass politically correct podcasts about these topics no one is talking about it irreverently and disgustingly and like right unapologetically and candidly and all this kind of stuff oh yeah honestly so that was a hole there's totally holes that you can fill oh no for sure i and that's the thing too is like i have multiple different ideas of things i would want to do it's just picking one and uh well, yeah pick, i'll probably pick start your it not soon. favorite first and then learn some do some mistakes on that and then move yeah. on to your more favorite topics but yeah no i also want to trying to submit more packets you know you get to a point where you have packets that you can submit and you can maybe do that i don't think yeah i still don't know exactly what i want to do mm-hmm. Podcast would be nice and ideal, although it is crazy because if you, I, whenever I listen back to a podcast, I'm like, I don't even think that sometimes because sometimes, but it depends on who you're on the podcast too. Sometimes it increases when you're with people who don't let you get a word in because hmm. then you're just rushing to say something and so you're not fully thinking it out. Uh, so the idea of just having like a bunch of <laughs> conversations online where I just don't even think some of those things and you're constantly changing but you can't really worry about that because that's literally just that's what i mean i tell like and austin and i are both honest about and upfront about that like we say shit that we might not mean we might change our minds we change our minds in front of each other we convince each other of things every few episodes later i'll be like i changed my mind about this or i have this experience and now i think this you know yeah and so i think if that's something you just kind of address yeah that gives you carte blanche just be like yeah i was wrong cool this is yeah you're watching the magic you'd be surprised like there are people people who love podcasts love podcasts yeah, yeah yeah, and people who love comedy there's a lot of overlap and then people love you and they want to hear more from you they want to feel like your friend and they get to hear well, that's another thing i sh- get worried about is no. i privacy <laughs> well no not necessarily privacy is i once i know somebody like we i can talk to you you know sure. what i mean i'm comfortable talking sure. to you mm-hmm. but then like i see these people who have these huge followings and people come up and talk to them and i'm like a very i I have, I'm a pretty anxious person, especially around people like after a show or whatever. I yeah. seem so weird probably, especially if I just got high right afterwards and then I'm oh. trying to communicate with people. Just get high right afterwards? Sometimes. Okay. I uh, like to get high a little before, but. I have done, okay, I d- here's the thing. I've it? been wondering if I should try that more because, so I've been hosting and headlining those Philly's Funniest shows, which has been great because then yeah. it gives me time, but I, um, to fuck around, but I smoked before the, the second headlining set of the night there's two shows per night yeah um and i was like oh no i'm way too high Uh oh this is terrible but then it was one of the most fucking fun sets i had however (laughs) i that's a surprise because because sometimes at least we i think i just i'm a pothead now so my i've become a little uh desensitized is not the word i wanted but you know it i have more a higher tolerance that's what i'm going for but i i did start off the set with a joke i'd already done in my hosting set Uh, and it didn't get a laugh and i was like did i do that joke earlier and they were like yeah "Yeah." and i was like i'm sorry i smoked weed what's nice about weed is it is a scapegoat for everything (laughs) this isn't my fault and then like just like i was comfortable it was the most comfortable i had been with an audience completely present i was completely present and i kind of want to do that but now i'm nervous because because weed is very accepted now but i also still don't want to come off as unprofessional and yes. i don't know for sure yet i do if I, that was a fluke i i do it a lot at shows where um it's i don't have to be as professional yeah uh, and so and the more i do it on those shows the more i get comfortable doing it on shows that are a more, little bit more than that but i also like i'll use edibles a lot so i have a very controlled mm. like i know how it affects me and i know the timing of it and so i can yeah. be pretty precise about how i want to dose myself for that that's the only reason i because you know weed isn't legal but in so many places you can we're talking get about tobacco edibles obviously whatever we've said <laughs> it's all no, well, to tobacco. well it's just like the thing you can get weed wherever but the reason i want it to be legal is so i can find something specific that i know works for me that i can always get and Dude, talk to some better uh, tobacco dealers because oh no, I'm getting better now. I've okay. I've got a this friend who I all is available in New York, but it is yeah. it is, and I've gotten more and more uh, regular stuff. But it sometimes you're in a position where you don't have access to them, oh, or you're in sure. another place. Yeah, like just I just had to get it from yeah, like the stuff I had to get here is I don't know. I mean, it's it's actually been pretty good, Great. but yeah, I don't know what it's going to be like. Um. But yeah, so anyway, maybe I'll get high before the show tonight. You know what? I will. 
cool and uh hopefully it goes well and if it doesn't then i got more shows maybe i shouldn't tonight maybe i should wait till tomorrow because it's my first night with yeah yeah, the yeah. headliner I, I say be more comfortable you do your first night yeah i'll uh, do it tomorrow night second yeah for sure good but uh yeah fun. it was i was so present it was so nice yeah i was like i feel connected to these people because that's my biggest struggle like i headlined last night at cap and I think I had a good set. Like I, I got and laughs and I know that it went well, but like, Oh, it's so much more fun to be present. But I was just <laughs> going through the motions oh and not God, having as much fun with a it. Whole new chapter in your life. Oh yeah. I'm so excited. Uh, oh, well, here's the thing, unless it was a fluke and then, no, then what a bummer. I promise. And even if you have a, a, a less positive experience the second time, don't, because it's a risk, but, but like some sober shows go weirdly too. You know oh, what I mean? for so you can't, sure. You know what I mean? Be a little scientific about it but um, yeah it's gonna be really fun for you okay let's see what are we gonna I only oh, have yeah. so much time with you yes. I know sorry oh uh, the one what? I wanted <laughs> the one the person I wanted to text me the most just did oh perfect <laughs> of all the of all the many people that might have texted me oh um, that's nice that's oh do you rare. know I'm uh, getting divorced again and <gasps> I'm single and everything oh, oh my god I did not know that no it's great I'm oh yeah so no happy. I'm not gonna be like oh, I'm so sorry uh, yeah, unless yeah. you like needed but whatever yeah no that's no, no. good for the record, love uh, love Katie real? very much. She and I are great friends and love each other. But um, my career got in the way. But now I get to be single anyway, um, which is I have a lot of exploration to do. I'll tell you about you it. You have a lot. Of, oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so so but this is a fun thing. Like so many of the comedians that I interview first of all it's very can be very depressing <laughs> talking about careers with these comedians oh my god um, yeah so this is one of the least depressing conversations but also like so many of them are like okay well i want this and so i'm gonna do this or like i don't know there's really no but but for you it's like i don't know there's a lot of possibilities i'm just gonna keep working on stuff and trying to you know further myself in whatever ways i can there's a million ways to try to further yourself and you're already making money so you know there's no reason for you to like I guess worry too much, right? Uh, I you don't you just never know. That's the thing. That's yeah. what's so funny too in comedy is people will see other people's success and they'll go talk to them and be like, "Well, how'd you get there?" And it's like, <laughs> "Fucking luck, dude." I don't know. A like very unique journey. This guy saw me at this thing. Yes. Also, I had been for years working. You know, yeah. it's like here's the thing it's like ultimately you have to be able to back it up when it happens to you right. but luck is a huge part of it like like people all the time like how'd you get jfl how do i get jfl auditions how jfl and it's like i happen to be doing a show that a friend of the guy who books it was there that person matches the guy who booked it they asked me for a tape right. and that's pretty it was pretty much set from there with some follow-up well, and stuff but it's like that is fucking lucky right but i'll say this because my experience and i haven't gotten jfl yet but hopefully i will um but i've had a number of opportunities to be where i know that oh, okay people from jfl are there i've talked to the people who book it i mean i like and they'll and i think actually like last year i think it was jeff who came up to me and was like he'd seen did he have a fedora yeah, I, I just re- I remember I know what he looks like now, but at the time I didn't, and so I like whoever I'm like pretty right, sure right. that had been Jeff, um, but he was he kind of explained to me he was like here's the thing like, um, like I'm gonna see you a bunch of different times in different circumstances, so like it doesn't like every time that I see you and every time any of these Booker type gatekeepers see you like that's more that you're getting on their radar, et cetera, et cetera. Totally. And so it's like there's all the pressure that you might feel for one show or the idea that this is how you get it. Yes. It's like you know, like you, they're gonna keep seeing you because they're gonna see you at FPIA or they're going to see you at a JFL showcase or there's um, someone's gonna message someone and ask for a tape or you're gonna go to Laughing skull or whatever laughing school is a good one to go to for that um yeah i mean the the handful of festivals that there are um and you know and so it's it is luck but it and, but and it's also backing up the luck but it's also like yeah but you were gonna have if you're oh, doing also, this you're gonna have multiple opportunities um yes and you at some point you will be seen if you were and also it just fire, has to be your goal like some people I am empathetic to the fact that people want to have lives outside of it and mm. people want to have stability and everything. But, and, I, and it's funny too, because I don't think I give myself enough credit, but I really am difficult. It's difficult for me to give myself credit. Sure. But I'm like, oh yeah, I like 
moved like my whole life has been dictated since i started comedy right. by comedy right. i stopped paying attention and co- i don't know how i have a degree <laughs> yeah well, they're not uh, I, and then get. i moved to austin because that was a good place to go and then i moved from austin it's like yeah. you have to be willing to move to the places because there are some people who don't ever move and don't change their scenery and it's like it's sometimes that's a, it, it it works for some people and sometimes it doesn't work for other people. I can't remember where I was going with, this is another thing I'm worried about podcasts is sometimes I go off on tangents and I'm like, well, I don't know where I was going some with that. People start taking little notes. Like you'll hear like Pete Holmes is like writing something down to get to that kind of thing. You might, Ooh, just, I should start doing that. Yeah. I should probably um, start doing that too. But yeah. What was your point before that? Uh, we were talking about uh, moving mm-hmm. and <laughs> luck how much of it is luck oh yeah Yeah. it's like moving to new york by yourself i mean i didn't fucking totally you're like i I didn't have like one of my good friends from college lived there but she lived an hour and a half away by train so it's like well i'll never see her and and it was really depressing and yeah it's well yeah you're living your life but so and some people this is not their career and like they have different goals but if if you think comedy is your career this is the fucking olympics i mean you gotta you have to be sacrificing your whole life has to be oriented well that's why i'm not married anymore you know yeah i couldn't i can't i can't make that kind of choice you know like i the comedy is everything but if comedy is not everything to you like you really think you're gonna make it competing with people for whom comedy is everything yes yes you're not yes passion is huge that's what i'm always self-conscious about is like do i have passion and it's like i guess i do but then yeah i don't know why can't we just be constant beings that don't have any ups and downs you know what i mean why can't i just know exactly who i am all the time you would kill yourself that's called depression oh yeah no don't (laughs) Um, okay, so fun. Uh, we've already covered JFL. We've covered um, that you yeah, don't you know do what it. your goals are, but no, <laughs> I don't. Well, no, I do have goals. I here's another thing too. Routine. I've never had routine. Mm. Like the most. It's so funny. I hate brushing my teeth and washing my face at night. Sounds like you don't like routine. I well, I get well, I guess. But then you need it, or else you go a little. Right. Cra- you have to live it's a little. It's the constant thing that I have. It's like I always try to reduce the stress in my life and try to get things into systems and routines but the reality is i thrive on stress but yeah. then I'm a, I'm a bundle of fucking stress all the time and, and so it's, it's like too much how stress. do you do this how do you relax but also <sighs> be stressed enough to be working your ass off like i you know we're I, just gonna die early but we'll have had fun lives I oh that's, that's the way or to just go dementia, though that's the problem is we're probably gonna get fucking dementia Ooh. oh well i hope i die before then so just yeah we probably should just be shot i hesitate to say shoot me if i get dementia but like probably once I, you just probably should shoot me. If I seem like, if, unless, okay, if I'm not happy and I'm not contributing to society anymore. That's true. If I seem like I'm put, you just put me out to pasture. If, if I like, look so like I'm having a good time and it's not a huge burden on other people, fine. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Let me go pick some flowers in the fucking garden or some shit. Right. But yeah, if I am miserable, I don't understand why euthanasia is not more acceptable. acceptable. It's just, we got to scrub out some well, religious guys. I guess I do. That's you know all. why it's not acceptable as acceptable it but causes it's shivers because know? there's just, everything has context and nuance and people are incapable of like we can't come together on anything so it's very difficult to to regulate anything a lot of people but. aren't really critical thinkers so it's just you know you're not gonna <sighs> um all right <laughs> yeah. but hey this world is full of stupid people we still have to make them laugh and think and everything well that's another thing too it's so funny is <laughs> like it, once you do start getting fans you start seeing the people who like you and you're like oh no <laughs> <laughs> no you have smart fun fans no no too. totally totally hey, but we it, all need some of the retards oh no and pool. i'm that person for other people you know what i mean and i ultimately yeah no it it is just funny seeing different people's followings and everything <laughs> yeah like, getting what do i attract what will i attract yeah you get judged on your following eventually that's, that's oh, a whole different sure. oh, nightmarish competition oh yeah hey your fans are stupid <laughs> that's funny uh, okay well we only have a little bit of time left so i just want i i'm, I'm gonna stop asking i was trying to be formulaic about the questions or that i asked at the end but really I just kind of want to know if you have any advice particularly about careers there's a lot of podcasts about joke writing and shit like that and so I'm not really that's not even what I'm what I'm interested in is what the fuck are you doing about your career because there's no there are no actual right answers and no one knows you know unfortunately I think it's some of the cliche stuff that's always like the most true so it's like one thing I want to start doing is getting up in the morning and uh, 
giving myself assignments because like that's kind of I think where I was going on a long time ago and then wherever I went with it because I've never had discipline I've never I've always been smart enough in school to not have to do homework and I also Uh. uh, I just haven't had you don't know how to give yourself that kind of structure. I've always had, yeah, exactly. Because it's I, like you can get by without it. I played it. sports, right. so I had a coach telling me when to do stuff. I went to college, you know what I mean, where assignments are due. I played sports there a little Same. bit. I'm, I've constantly had deadlines, and I always would procrastinate and everything. And so when now that I don't have that, I think just setting goals for yourself and... At, uh, my problem is I set so many goals for myself. I get excited about them and then I don't follow through with them. Yes. And so what I think what I'm going to try to do, and so maybe this will help other people do, is just like, even if you aren't as excited about a di- an idea anymore, make yourself dedicate a certain amount of time to it because it might, because my problem is I get a lot of anxiety. Like, do you have that problem where you start, you're like, okay, I'm going to go through my notes. I'm going to start writing or whatever. And then you read the first three notes and none of like the first three notes aren't funny. And you're like, well, then none of these are funny and I hate everything. And then you stop and I can't, keep going and so it's just pushing past that initial not believing yourself uh situation where you just have to get past that keep going and then maybe it'll be an hour later and you still hate yourself but you have to give it more of a chance and i'm definitely just talking to myself right now i know i get what you're saying and and like i always mean well but it is hard to get yourself to do these things but one of the things that i did the other day that's along the same lines is just like okay i'm gonna set a timer for 10 minutes just 10 minutes and just free write anything i want instead of trying to be like i'm gonna look at my notes and write about something that i've already written because i'm so afraid of the blank page i pretend i'm not because i always yeah. have notes that i've written down that it, so i instead of using the blank page you know yeah, yeah, yeah but i'm just like and you just freedom ariel it's just a good thing and i start writing and it immediately led somewhere interesting and it's just yeah. and it's like right what would i get if i just let myself but that's just like an assignment but for some reason getting yourself to do but i think you just build the habit yeah it's so funny too because we all try to like we see other people and we like what they're doing and then you try to take stuff and it's it's good to take little bits and pieces you gotta from figure out what thing, works for you exactly because so many people want they're like okay I want An that answer. so what are they, how do I follow exactly what they did and it's like well that's that already been done figured out they did then what worked for them over a long series Cause, of experiments because I because yeah. uh, another thing that I really need to work on is organizing my thoughts I have over I have like 8,000 notes in my phone and it's like a goodwill where there are good things in there right but it's mostly shit how are you gonna find and how do I find that shit shit because piling up because not it's like I have notes in my phone I have notes in Evernote I have notes in like multiple different notebooks I I have notes on my computer they're everywhere and then (laughs) then they just get lost but they're but it's also okay here's what I would say um you have to learn to live in the zen of like Yes, there's all these notes. I'll literally never read them all. But you know what? First of all, first of all, it's what's that line? Who is it? Eminem or Kanye? Oh, Kanye was like, that means I forget better the shit than you ever thought of. You're you, you're cool like that. And also, those thoughts do cycle back because those are things your brain's interested in. Something will trigger it, or you'll be higher. Something talking to a friend, and all of a sudden you'll find that you're saying something. You're like, oh yeah, I've said that before, but now it's more developed. It's to- gonna come yeah. back to you. No, for sure. But it so is you have to, Oh it, it feels awful Do you have imposter syndrome? I, I mean I think everyone does Sure But some people have a lot harder than others You've always come off as somebody Who's pretty self-assured But that's I think it's <laughs> But you. not necessarily Not necessarily that that is 100% the truth But you Were always somebody who like Was uh, Who came off like um, You would like You weren't afraid to ask for things Really? Maybe from you Oh, okay. You, At least because you that's were, kind you of what were it came, you, kind enough to me early on that I think oh. I probably wasn't afraid of you. But like, oh, oh it just depends on. Okay. Um, which credit to you, by the way. I feel like uh, you had a very healthy way of of interacting with me I, because sometimes other women, it's not easy I don't know I can have a weird I'm not really uh, a guy or a girl so I don't have I get some of both worlds but neither of both worlds anyway so like you just have I, here's what's funny way. is I we we have a lot in common in, right. in, in in a lot of senses our sexuality is probably I mean clearly I I've only made out with a girl I've never and but I've always been attracted to women but I but I do feel 
like I have a lot of masculine and a right. lot of feminine tendencies and I that think that helps a lot in comedy because there are a lot of women who just don't know how to communicate in a way that doesn't come off naggy to men right and because and you and that's another thing that's funny and we talked about this earlier it's like nobody wants to play with the game the rules of the current game that we're playing right. well I shouldn't have, have to, to do that yep. of course <laughs> you shouldn't have to and if you get into a position of power you can change things the but ap- to get to the position of power play can play the game that exists the oppressed shouldn't have to apologize to right. the oppressor but sometimes guess what the oppressed has to you know do a little you know they have to play a little game with the oppressor to make it seem like they're the one who's apologizing Uh and extending the the olive branch or whatever because they're not going to respond it's all about what people can gain from anything and you have to do it that way anyway i don't remember i was going with that but your gender and sexuality oh Um. yeah and yeah because women oh man i don't even want to get into this but sometimes women are not great with other women right starting in stand-up and that can be and, a lot of competitiveness and, and it's it a bummer sucks. and you know what and that's what's so funny too and if you speak up about it then you're a bad person yeah. you're a bad feminist i remember having a status because men are terrible men have been terrible to me in comedy as well i won't say that women have but the things that i've been most affected by mentally yeah. i feel like women have really fucked me up in in comedy not anymore because that's another thing that's nice about when people fuck you fuck with you mm-hmm. is and you're like oh okay well this doesn't matter now i'm like immune to this like thank you for putting me through that yeah. so i realize how much this shit doesn't matter but i had some kind of post about how there's all these articles talking about how men keep women out of comedy but i'm like where are the articles about how women keep women out of comedy women right. are really mean women on women violence is real and all yes it is yep and uh oh shit where was i going with that women someone did someone respond to that facebook post like oh oh i was thrown of course i was thrown under the bus for you this isn't how this isn't isn't helping yeah and it's like um everybody it's so funny everybody like says don't treat people the same for their identity but then they expect to be treated a certain way because their identity and it's like pick a you gotta pick one or the other yeah but um yeah well how how have women so because you were saying me i treated you a certain way is there another way women were treating you Um, generally i it some the women okay because it's like you got to think about the women who were sort of like above where i was um early on and i think men were or were quicker to give me chances on things or mm-hmm. or just um to to talk to me um i'm shy and everything and so like unless the circumstances like and if i'm shy with someone from like initially if they're like above uh, they have a higher status than me and i'm awkward initially it's very hard for me to get out of that mm-hmm. um so yeah i don't know there's just some women that i can think of who just maybe wouldn't give me the time of day for no reason. Um, but especially if I, it's, it's, you know, there's, there's times like if, if you do really well on stage and there's people who treat you worse after, um, Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about? That, that kind of thing I think would come from women sometimes. And, and maybe you're right. Maybe it's not even more often, but the competitiveness it, women feels particularly like just like shitty. Yeah. yeah. We just have our different brands of shitty women and men. Cause it's like, wh- it, uh, never mind. I, I feel like I've had this conversation too many times to want to, but yeah, no, there is the crabs in a bucket thing for sure. Cause it seems like there's limited spots. It's getting better though. I've, I've noticed women being, I think more supportive. There's a lot. Yeah. And I think that there's been so much emphasis on making sure there are women on every show and doing lots of women as much as you know, whatever, because there's so much and spots are given to women in a way that we can see that like, okay, like it's not a bad position in certain scene parts of this comedy scenes, like certain, especially alt stuff and, and indie stuff. Like, people want to book women and so because the that cake is bigger that pie is bigger yeah maybe you're right maybe that's there's less scarcity and so people don't feel the need to keep each other down as much hopefully hopefully i okay. fucking crossed i know we have to go but do you want to say any parting words of wisdom Let's about see, parting about, words of wisdom um oh gosh is there anything that you wish that someone would have told you in your first couple of years you know, just 
doing your own fucking thing and because here's another thing too okay here's something is sometimes you'll get to a point where you notice something is working for you but you realize it's not what you want anymore and it's really hard to stray from that and if you are in a city that's not new york or la utilize that time as best as you can to get that out like to figure out that new thing that you want to be who do you want to be Mm -hmm. because like i i'm kind of going through growing pains right now where um because i am like a short joke person i have you know and some of them are i i'm realizing i want to do jokes in a little bit different way but it's hard to do that because what has worked for me has worked for me so far and so and now i'm in new york and i feel more pressure and so you just have to don't be afraid to bomb which i know is like a very common thing of advice but also be strategic about you just have to realize to stop trying to impress the wrong people it's like you just have to do you because ultimately the people that are liked the most are the people who are clearly doing their own thing. So the more you are waiting to, I don't know, I really want to try this kind of comedy or these kind of jokes or talk about these kinds of things, but it's not going as well, then pepper them in. But you have to start doing it as soon as possible. You can't get comfortable because at the end of the day, you're doing comedy because you love it. And if you're not, you shouldn't be doing it. And so you, the only, the point is to do it the way you love it. There's really no point in doing some weird version of it. That's not, what you're passionate about and who yeah, is you'd it just be an accountant yes at that point yeah. yeah somebody in particular i can't remember maybe it's george carlin or richard i think maybe it was richard Pryor. somebody was really good or maybe steve martin i don't remember who it was definitely a man though mm-hmm. uh no i'm just kidding but who um would always change the kind of comedy that they were doing they weren't waiting for their um, themselves to become bored yeah. you know or people be bored by that they were constantly like i know that i have to change to do something different so yeah don't be afraid to mix it up well, and like not stick band, to what works for you you don't want to pump out another album that sounds just like the first one yeah you you got to be like all right this album we're gonna do this yeah yeah, yeah. uh well that is really great advice um thank you so much hey thanks for having me this is wonderful Thank you.